Real quick, everyone, before we get to the show, I wanted to let you know that Tile Money in combination with Tile Nation will have its own booth this year at the International Surfaces event, February 1st, 2nd, and 3rd in Las Vegas, Nevada. If you're going to uh, Surfaces, make sure you sign up and register for our networking event at the House of Blues. You do not want to miss this. We throw great parties. You'll meet uh, lots of contractors, business owners, and, and be able to make good connections. Come to Tyson February Watch our live podcast recording of the Tile Money podcast every single day, as well as Tile Nation videos and interviews and discussions on Gage Porcelain Tile panel. We're going to have a, a happy hour where we have Anthony Moses in the booth the uh, second day Wednesday for our happy hour, which starts at 2 o'clock, 2 to 4 happy hour inside our booth, inside Tice, booth number 5403. Visit thetilenation.com to reserve your spot. Hello, Tile Friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. I am your host, Luke Miller, and my mission with this podcast is always to strengthen the tile industry. We are doing this uh, with our business discussions designed for contractors by contractors. Tile Money is assisting tile contractors around the world to build sustainable, profitable businesses. I got to get some sound effects up in here. The result is a stronger industry from the installer up. Today, we've got another great discussion lined up for you. I interviewed Joe Macaluso, and we discussed all things Internet 3.0, crypto, NFTs. This knowledge is, is, is valuable for everyone on the world right now, um, especially business owners looking to get ahead of the curve. By my own admission, I'm behind the curve on this, but Joe is somebody who is ahead. So it's, it was a very interesting discussion because I was asking a lot of questions from innocence and not knowing, and I designed it that way, and I'm very happy with the way it turned out. I think you'll really enjoy it. It'll be a good overview and introduction to crypto and NFTs, and if you're already in the space, you'll learn some stuff too. I want to thank the sponsors of the show. The National Tile Contractors Association, that is one of your most valuable resources as a tile contractor in North America. They are the oldest 75 years in association for tile contractors. They are able to answer any question you have. If you're in the field looking for a solution to a complicated problem or you want to maybe uh, network and, and find somebody who's where you want to be, the NTCA has your back. The members are some of the most profitable and professional tile contractors I know. Ladecree International. Ladecree is one of the leading innovators in the tile installation materials world. They literally invented Thinset and won the World Trade Center contract because they were able to provide that solution for that lightweight product that would get the world's tallest skyscrapers at the time. Isn't that cool? Privately held company, family run, values you can feel. Check out Ladecree if you haven't. GoBoard, another our third sponsor. GoBoard is an innovative tile backer board manufactured by Johns Manville. Discover the possibilities with an easy-to-cut, handle, lightweight, waterproof product. They got that GoBoard sealant. They got the sausage packs. You can achieve ANSI A118.1 compliant installations. Check out GoBoardJM.com slash GoBoard. 
A lot of, a lot of people are happy about GoBard. HappyTileGuy.com. If you're looking for a website, go to HappyTileGuy.com. Full disclosure, I am an, uh, a part owner in HappyTileGuy.com, but that is where tile contractors are getting uh, professional websites built fully search engine optimized for lead generation, and that is your online hub for your business. It's part of having a professional business presence in 2022. And I want to thank all my sponsors. We do have room for a couple more. And I have some creative ways to work with you. If you want, reach out to Luke Miller, 831-588-0417, Luke at tilemoney.com. All right, let's get to the episode. All right, well, Joe, give us a 30,000-foot overview, please, uh, of who you are and your professional background, both in the tile world as well as finance, other Sure. Many uh, knows me uh, that know me uh, within the industry. I'm a uh, CTI 1298 uh, NCCA uh, Jersey ambassador, um, <clears throat> a remodeling contractor, more primarily focused on tile installations, uh, second generation. Uh, we primarily focused on high end um, uh, gauge porcelain panels. That's our primary uh, goal. Uh, a little bit about my background. I come from a college education background. I have a degree in finance and management. I started out as a um, in the corporate world. Um, actually, worked with my father in the, uh, the tile business. Um, that's how I learned to trade. But he always said, "Listen, you know, I emigrated to this country with nothing, and uh, but I want you to learn this trade. And uh, it's a beautiful art. It's a beautiful trade. But I don't want you to do that. I want you to get a college degree." So I pursued that, worked for corporate America. Then the financial crisis came in, um, and here we are. You know, uh, was kind of like fell, fell right into the construction industry, um, and the business just flourished. I used my college education and uh, to, to gain, to expand the business, and the business has grown tremendously. Um, in bad times and in good times, it's always about adapting mm-hmm. uh, to the market environment. And I've always had a knack for the financial markets. That's what I did. Um, I'm actually a chartered market technician. It's a technical analysis. I know how to read charts, basically. Um, I know how to read the uh, the fundamentals of things. Um, I did that as a temp stint after I got laid off during the financial crisis. I was on a um, prop trading account, so where you're getting 10 to 1 on your, your money, uh, leveraged. And, uh, that company was based out of Cayman Islands and that went under. So, you know, you're kind of like stuck in between the, uh, the financial markets and, uh, and the great recession, they call it. Um, so I kind of gave way because the markets I work on, uh, market volatility, the more volatile the market, the more, um, that you can make, mm-hmm. um, on the long side and short side. Um, and now here we are, you know, we're doing equities, um, there's tons of money flowing around and now we're into cryptos. Cryptos have become much more visual and, uh, workable that you can actually understand it. So it's, uh, it's helping my family earn passive income and it's, uh, the most important, you know, it's security. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you're right. That is more, that is uh, one of the most important things independent contractors can be thinking about is their future security. How are you going to secure your, your, you know, your, your retirement fund basically, uh, and, and, and your fund to keep living after, you know, uh, or in the slow times, you know, what are you going to do with that tile money? I mean, money is good right now. Uh, I, I see a lot of tile contractors buying nice cars and boats and that's fine and everything, but 
if we if we can set aside a portion, a chunk of your money for something like this, some sort of investment where it's going to actually, I mean, I love that word, um, that phrase, you know, uh, reoccurring, you know, financing, uh, passive income, pi- passive income. That's what it, what it was. And I make money while I, I love hearing that. I mean, if, <laughs> if it's true, let's, you know, let's do it. Um, it, it only makes sense. Right. And so a guy like me, you know, I, I love it because, you know, here we are on a tile contractor podcast. Well, Within the community, we have someone like yourself who not only is, is an expert tile contractor, uh, runs a phenomenal business. I, I've watched you pivot uh, in the last you know, two years. I've, I've watched you pivot a couple times and adjust and be able to do that what appeared to be seamlessly. I mean, you just pivoted and, and said, okay, if X is happening, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Y. And, and you know, that's how your brain Thanks. I appreciate that about you. And I observe that. And that's why you're here today, because, uh, you know, guys like me, uh, tile contractors who got into it young or, you know, maybe because we fit the mold, so to speak, uh, we think a certain way. And somebody like you who kind of, you know, your father came at was able to educate you in the tile industry, but he also sent you to college and then you were yeah. able to view the world a different way, you know, especially sure. specifically in this, on this topic. So it's a great opportunity. I'm thankful for you taking the time. Uh, let's get started with the basics. You know, somebody like me who, you know, kind of knows I should be in crypto, but I, I uh, you know, I, I don't know why. First of all, can you convince me why somebody should be aware of the space, uh, maybe give us a brief history, whatever it takes to convince me that I should be playing in this space. Yeah. You, you know what? With, with a finance degree and, uh, and a management background, um, you know, our professors um, have always educated us on have invest in things that you touch and feel, right? Mm. So in one, I, I didn't adopt crypto from the beginning. Um, I was very hesitant. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's fake, this and that. But here we are 13 years later, you know, um, during the coronavirus, I, you know, I dabbled with it, but I didn't think it was going to be, uh, you know, long last. And eventually the government was going to regulate it and whatnot. But 13 years later, uh, as of last month, and it's still around. So during the coronavirus, you know, the lockdown, I was like, you know what, this is, this is, it's, it was at $3,500, $4,000, spending a lot of time on the computer because we couldn't go to work. Everything was on lockdown. Mm-hmm. A lot of our contracts canceled. So I had to adapt, research. Had a, we all had a lot of times in our hand, a lot of time in our hands and, uh, and down deep the rabbit hole that I go. Um, we'll start off a little light. I don't want to go too deep, sure. but, uh, it's, uh, it's quite impressive. It has grown significantly. There's actually use cases in crypto. Um, it's becoming, it is the only market in the world that it's become accessible to, to anybody with a cell phone. So if you have a cell phone, you have the ability to invest with somebody who has, who lives in New York city versus somebody who's living in the middle of Philippines or Indonesia, they still can access the same market 24 seven. Um, and what's great is that you can also send cryptocurrencies or monetary money um, seamlessly with low transaction fees. Um, aside from that, you know, it, crypto is is a uh, what people the first thing that comes to mind is Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but crypto is a lot deeper than that. There's the DeFi market, which Ethereum falls under. Then there's the um, other chains or blockchains rather, like the Solana network. There's also meme coins that everybody knows, the Shiba's, the Dogecoin. Um, there's there's ton of them. Uh, there's there's several categories. Um, it's a use case that is beyond experimental. There's a use case that there's hundreds and billions of dollars that are invested into this. So the TVL, the terminology is commonly used, is total value locked in. And if you go to DeFiPulse.com, you'll see there's over $100 billion or $76 billion that are locked in. So, I mean, that's kind of earth-shattering. And we're at record, record all-time highs. Our investors are actually saving their money and investing into these protocols or projects uh, and uh, tokens um, it, uh, for for the future, you know, it, it is being utilized, and it's just it's just the beginning, in my opinion. I think this is the this is the web three uh, web three point oh. What um, first of all, what was that website? Uh, DeFi Pulse. Okay, DeFi. DeFi, D-E-F-I, Pulse.com, or .io. I have it all on my uh, my browser, but there, there's there's a lot of them. Okay, thank you. Um, I'll put that in the show mm-hmm. notes. And and what was the Web 2.0, if you don't mind me asking? Web 3, we're in the process of Web 3.0. Oh, which so one Web is point, 2? Tell me what Sure, was, 2 is social media. Okay, okay. So this platform, um, YouTube, um, Facebook, that is considered Web 2.0. Sure. And okay. then one, Web point, uh, 1.0 is obviously the dot-com. Mm-hmm. So the dot-com was experienced in the, uh, the, 90, the late 90s where we had that dot-com bubble. My opinion, I think this is what we're going. We're just seeing euphoria. And uh, it is only in the world, it's only adopted 4.5% or 3.9%. Mm-hmm. Of the total population, so you're talking about almost three, four hundred uh, penetration in the market, um, and Bitcoin itself, I think, holds a value of like one point two trillion dollar. Um, you know, and, and each project has a designation. Um, so, for example, Bitcoin is a proof of work. So each token has a has a um, a utility case. Okay, so Bitcoin's a proof of work. Basically, you have miners. There's over 36 or 42 digits that can, that create uh, that makes a blockchain, and that blockchain has to be verified by the miners, and that's their sole job. But it consumes a lot of energy, right? So that's why you're talking about, um, you know, a lot of these miners are moving out of China, moving out of Iran because they're consuming too much electricity, et cetera, et cetera. So they're now trying to use more sustainable products, a sustainable energy in order to uh, produce this proof of work um, transactional uh, to go. In the current system, it's utilizing the SWIFT. So the SWIFT system, basically you're writing a check, you have your account number, you send money through MoneyGram or, uh, or through a check or you get wired, you know, and it takes, what, 24, 48 hours. You have to spend 50 bucks uh, to do an international wire. And there's a lot of middleman, which we don't understand. So the Business International Settlements, that is the organization that runs the settlement process. And that's a standard uh, payment process. So there's a governing body, world governing body that provides this. Um, It's very antiquated. 
And uh, blockchain provides that opportunity to do it seamlessly and with a fraction of cost. Um, and its current environment, it's not there. Hopefully with the new rollout, uh, where they call it Taproot and Lightning through Bitcoin, it should uh, it should make those costs come down significantly. Okay. Thank you for taking the time to give us the history of of cryptocurrency. And, you know, obviously we've just scratched the surface, right? I mean, yeah. but I, I, I think you've uh you've convinced me at least and, and you know and hopefully the audience and and feel free to ask questions audience I, there's a bunch of you watching live um of of the the um of the authenticity of it all and, and the fact that you know this isn't going away right i mean mm-hmm. that yeah and that's i think that's where i wanted to start was this isn't going away um it's even if you don't invest in it, I, I, I think it's, you know, and, and what I've kind of been doing, because I'm not invested in, in anything right now, but I've been educating myself and, and you know, to the point where I, I, I realize now I'm like, oh, crap, I, I got it. You know, I'm ready. You got to play catch up. Man. Yeah, <laughs> there's some catching up to do for sure. But the first step yeah. is just getting ready, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, have, we have a, a quick question. Do you, do you recommend any podcasts or YouTube channels for, for crypto? Yeah, there's tons of them. Um, uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of them that has uh, redundant information, uh, but more for the educational uh, process. I'll share it at a later time. Sure. There yep. is a whole list, yep. and we'll go through them. There, there's tons. I mean, it'll explain every single project. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, intelligent people from the developer side that explains the process what is Bitcoin? What is Ethereum? What is Litecoin? Those are the top three. Um, and according to the world government bodies, um, and you start from there. And the other thing you can also do is read the white paper. Mm-hmm. So Bitcoin has the white paper. So the infamous uh, Satoshi, mm-hmm. the individual who created, he created, he wrote the white paper 13 years ago, and that's still readily available. Okay. Um, it's short. 15 pages uh, at most. Um, and it explains what their objective is, what their uh, ambitions are. Um, you know, that's what I highly recommend. Always understand, be in the, immerse yourself in the project to, to get a better understanding and then uh, see if you can utilize that. Um, and you are, you can utilize it. You can buy it on PayPal. You can use your WooCommerce or you can use your uh, Venmo. You can transfer a lot of those funds, but there's a much bigger use cases. There's the technology uh, side of it. That's very valuable. And I apologize. I misread that question. It, it, they asked, do you have a crypto podcast or are, are you, oh, where, yeah. where can people find you educating in this space? Yeah. You know what? Um, the one thing is, and the people are always asking me because uh, they, they see the value that I'm sharing on the, on the back channels and whatnot. Um, unfortunately I do not, a lot of people are, are trying to motivate, motivate me just to do a five minute podcast. It's just, I don't have a lot of time in my hands between operating a business, uh, which is my bread and butter being a fam, uh, a father and a husband, um, and then allocating all that extra sure. research and just, you know, set it up. I don't, but I will, I will. A lot of people have convinced me and motivated me, uh, to, to commit a little bit. 
So as okay. soon as I have one up and running, I will share it to you guys. Well, let me know if I can help you in any way in that regard, if you have questions or, or whatever, or need some inspiration or, or tools to sure. use. Um, I did want to mention, so what we'll do is uh, you, you mentioned that you're going to provide us with some links to tools. Uh, I'm going to put those in the, in the show notes, but I'll put the bulk of them or all of them, I should say in my weekly email newsletter, as well as I'll, I'll turn it into a blog post on tilemoney.com. So for those of you subscribed to the newsletter, I think I'm going to dedicate this Thursday's newsletter to this podcast, uh, because I think there'll be a lot to, to include in there, um, for value for you, for you all tile money friends. Um, so I think we've convinced ourselves, you know, that, that we, sh- we do need to get started. So how, what's the simplest way to get started in the space? Sure. The simplest way is to, um, or onboard is to open up a, an exchange account like the, uh, Coinbase, um, or the Kraken. I, I recommend staying within our territory or within the U S markets. Um, because it looks like there's a lot of regulation that are going after the, uh, Chinese based and, uh, more loosely regulated, um, exchanges. <clears throat> so we have a prime example that they're going after Binance. Actually all world governing bodies are going after Binance. So they are number one. They are the market leader by a large margin margin, uh, approximately almost uh, 50% over Coinbase. Coinbase is number two. Um, unfortunately in this space, and I have to warn everybody, it is not regulated. Number one and two, your money is not protected like a regular savings account. So it's not FDIC insured. So be cognizant, cognizant of that, um, save your seed phrases, uh, when you create your wallet and you open up account and please set the utmost security to FA on all your, uh, your access to your, your, um, your websites and your portals. So not through a text message Mm. through a Google authenticator, um, because people are hacking into accounts. I had a lot of friends that lost a tremendous amount of money, um, through these uh, exchanges. So exchanges, Coinbase, Kraken, those are the two in the U S there's also Gemini, which is great. Um, there's also BlockFi. BlockFi is a little bit eliminate, uh, limited, um, another company is FTX, Frank, uh, Tom Xylophone. Um, as you know, they've sponsored a lot of football players and athletes and stadiums and whatnot. Um, uh, but they're based in Cayman Islands. Um, he's the youngest billionaire, um, as of late, mm-hmm. um, Sam something, I forget his last name, but, uh, that's also another great program that has a lot or exchange that has a lot of access to, uh, certain coins that you cannot get on Kraken or Coinbase. Uh, that's the simplest way. Mm-hmm. Then you want to go a little bit deeper. Um, once you feel a little bit more savvy and, uh, oh, you even can get it on, uh, SoFi. If you're not comfortable with those programs. You can go on SoFi. You can go on Robinhood. Um, those are fintech companies. Um, they're great. Unfortunately, anything with associated with fintech companies, you don't have great customer service. Mm-hmm. So there's pros and cons to everything, right? Um, and then once you get down a little bit deeper, and mind you, when you're in ex- in an exchange, you do not, it's like holding your money in the bank. You don't own that physical coin. Mm-hmm. So they're essentially borrowing it and you're holding it in their wallet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so if anything, if the exchanges go down, um, or they get hacked, 
like uh, Robinhood uh, did uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, you're at risk. Mm. And within this environment, there is no protection yet. I'm hoping there should be some sort of regulation and there should be some kind of insurance. Um, You can hire a third-party insurance company to protect your assets if you have something pretty significant. Um, The other route is once you've uh, accumulated a certain amount of wealth or uh, a position in a crypto asset, um, get a, uh, a cold wallet. Okay. That's considered a hot wallet, um, or an exchange. You can get a cold wallet. And the two that I recommend is ledger L E D G E R. They're based out of France. Please do not buy it on Amazon. You might, you, it may sound like a good deal or anything like that. The problem is they're adding uh, a lot of, um, code behind it. You don't know if they're adding those codes and they can actually steal, once you connect to the internet, they can steal your, your, your assets. Mm. So order it directly from the ledger website. Um, the nano works phenomenal. Um, it's great. It doesn't get connected to the internet. You put it in your safe, you put it in your C phrase, opens it up and you can do whatever you want to do. Um, it's your, you're essentially your own vault. Mm. That's considered your vault. Just make sure it's charged and you have your C phrase. Um, and then the other one finally is also considered a cold wallet like the MetaMask. Um, the MetaMask can hold uh, multiple chains and currencies. Um, that's, that's a company that is run by consensus. They are a major uh, player or second or third major player within the blockchain environment uh, behind Ethereum and IBM, by the way. Um, we'll get into that. So consensus runs um, MetaMask, and MetaMask is a web browser or a mobile um, a mobile app um, wallet, hmm. and that's considered a hot wallet. Okay. Um, it also has its risk. Um, I, you have a seed phrase that you have to remember, store it, save it, and if you change your phone, you can uh, you can lose access to your, your funds. So this, that's that's also another negative to, downside to this industry, unfortunately. Um, so you have to be um, on top of your all these security codes and stuff. But mind you, that's what blockchain is here. Ethereum is developing technology. Hopefully, once all this real use cases really come to fruition, only your mobile phone will be identity uh, KYC. So you're going to have like facial recognition and all that stuff. And that will access to everything uh, across all platforms from your Gmail to your license, to your SoundCloud. I mean, everything It's going to be an ETH address. That's from what I'm hearing through uh, market um, analysis, uh, analyst um, industry uh, leaders that are stating that. So the technology is there. It's just being when it's going to be rolled out. So those are the three easiest ways. Okay. Thank you very much. appreciate that. Um, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put those links in the show notes as well and on the blog post. We've got a question here from Coventry Tiling. What are your thoughts on decentralized domains from unstoppable domains? I bought my name for future payments. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. It's great. It, it, uh, so you, everybody that has a wallet and I'm, I'm assuming that you're very familiar with, uh, for wallets and you have this wallet that has a long address. I don't know where my right hand is. I'll try to fit it. Okay. So you have a long address like that big, right? There's no way you can remember it. It's not like Venmo. I'll just scan my QR code and you know, you send the funds. So what the ETH allows, um, 
with the ETH allows that address, and you, if you had a ETH uh, domain prior to October 31st, you got airdropped some Ethereum. So congratulations, you were an early adopter, um, and you got free money. Um, so that's a, that's a great thing. So uh, eminent do- those domains are great. Unstoppable domains. I don't personally use unstoppable domains. I've used the uh, the ENS uh, domain, which is under the Ethereum, and there's also a token for that as well. I think it's currently like sixty bucks or something. Like that. But uh, it it's good. I think from what I read, that ENS website is the link that's going to provide access and uh, like a security key per, per se. Okay. So only you has have that designation to access any of your, any of your websites, anything that's keyword activated or uh, password activated. That's where some sort of a link is going to be created. So that's an early adoption. Mm-hmm. So it's still yet to be seen. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Look forward. I'll, I'll keep tuning in to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's see here. We talked about, I think we covered a lot of the tools. Did, was, did we miss any tools as long as we're still on the tools that people should be aware of? Yeah, there's, there's so many there's tools. A, there's too many um, to list, huh? Yeah. So I'll just, you know, I'll just start uh, mentioning websites. Uh, once okay. Websites are great. Um, in the NFT market, it's not something in my forte. Um but the technology is phenomenal. Um, so you can use uh, Crypto Slam to actually analyze the fundamentals of uh, of certain uh, projects. So Crypto Slam S L A M dot I O. So you can see which project um, is trending or developed. Uh, which NFT has the the most money generation in that seven day period? So you, you can actually put numbers behind um, those certain projects. So, for example, uh, Board Yacht Club, Apes, or some Actually, Axie Infinity has been on top, so that's a play-to-earn um, play um, token or gaming on a uh, on the one of the uh, blockchains. I forget the name of it, but that's always on the top of the list. And then number two is the uh, Board Yacht Ape Clubs that you've probably seen the news on that. Somebody's buying them like $5 million. Jimmy Fallon just bought one. I think he spent like 10 million on one or something wow, like that. Wow. Yeah. It's just like crazy amount of money. Is it a bubble? Uh, yes and no. There's a lot of stupid projects out there like uh, frogs. You know, uh, if you're in the NCD, NFT space, you'll, you'll understand, but it, it's got to have a utility. And uh, once you understand the utility, you read the white paper, then you can take the, uh, you know, the opportunity. Unfortunately, i uh, I probably spent stupid amount of gas. There's Gway and gas whenever you buy NFTs. Mm. Probably spent a stupid amount of gas fees to buy um, X amount of uh, NFTs, and I unfortunately haven't been lucky to to sell one um, for for you know millions. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> uh, so Crypto Slam is one. CoinMarketCap.com is another one. Uh, CoinGecko is also a great one. If you're into fundamentals, you want to you want to understand. Now, this is a golden nugget. Uh, Mazari.io. You can actually see how much how my, how many tokens are locked up. Who are the investors? Like Coinbase, they invested a tremendous amount of uh, funds into certain projects, so they can actually 
implement it in our ecosystem um, and then roll it out. Um, so it's Mazari, M-E-S-S-A-R-I dot I-O. Phenomenal website. It's a little bit more advanced. Um, Thank you. Coin market cap and all, all those websites, you'll see there's actually 46, actually dapradar.com. So D-A-P-P, that's also a great one. Uh, Lunar Radar is also, if you're into the poo coin or the shit coin arena, they call it. Um, those are like the penny tokens that are that have multiple zeros in front of it, like Doge used to have and Shiba. Um, these websites, you can actually put a figurative value behind um, any certain projects. You know, you, you can understand it. Don't just buy because tick, you saw it on TikTok or you saw it on Instagram, you know, and, and, you know, oh, maybe I should invest in that. Understand it first. Be a Warren Buffett. Do the snowball effect, you know. Understand a project, immerse yourself into it, and then you can feel comfortable actually holding that that asset for a longer period of t- uh, time. Mm. You know, that that's what creates uh, wealth, you know, holding it a certain amount of time. Um, and then you feel comfortable making that investment rather than making 200. I do recommend, you know, investing $5, $10, whatever you're capable of doing, sacrifice coffee. You know, I mean, look at Dogecoin, for example, you know, if you invested $5 a day, mm-hmm. you know, back in the initial phases, you could have been a, you know, a millionaire if you follow that stuff, you know? Yeah. So, so those are great websites. Those are utilize. Uh, those are great websites to utilize that information to understand it um, and become a better investor um, and comfortable investor, knowing what you're you're um, going into. Yeah. How much time would you say you spend? You know, especially in the early days, per day, looking at these websites. Um, it- every day. Um, a lot of time. Um, hours, I spend a lot hours. of time. Yeah, I'm on Clubhouse as well. Clubhouse. Um, I belong to a lot of communities within the crypto space. Um, we share. We have all the same, and in Twitter as well. So we all share the same common uh, belief. It's very hard for one person to know it all. Mm-hmm. It, I guess it's so it's evolving every day, and there's always something new, you know, that we're learning. So we always bounce ideas off of each other. Um, so consuming that, that data is, is on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing with the equity markets. So I try to balance my time between the business side of things and, you know, real life, <laughs> um, family, and as well as, uh, reading some of this, uh, extra information between the equity markets and as well as crypto market, try to stay balanced yeah. in that environment. You mentioned that, um, when it, you know, we were talking about, you mentioned NFTs briefly, but you said they need to have a utility. So is that what I think? I mean, you're saying they need to have a purpose, right? The, the more of a purpose, you know, everybody can write up a, um, a roadmap, right? It's really easy. And some of it, you know, I'm going to give you a prime example. Um, there's some projects that claim to be uh, of utility sense. One personally that I experienced in that I got rugged and rugged is a terminology mean basically they took the money out of the, the, the program and the NFT and oof, the money disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's probably going to get uh, indicted probably, hopefully. Um, so the one project is called, uh, I hate to say, it, but it's uh, rich kids. So they promise this, uh, he's a, uh, a hip hop artist too. Mm-hmm. 
So, and, uh, hold on one second. I got my little one coming in. Yeah, go ahead. Take your time. Uh, yeah. Hey, you want to sit down? Okay. I'm on a, on a phone. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so, um, uh, so the rich kids was one project that was, uh, dropped and, uh, it was about six, six weeks ago. He promised that he was going to do this. He's going to do that. He gave the roadmap, but, uh, you know, sometimes when you have this, sometimes the utility is not there to, to really break it down yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so board yacht, a club is one of them that has utility and you have an access, um, Playboy is another one, <laughs> believe it or not. The sure. infamous Playboy that went bankrupt, you know, Hugh Hefner. Um, they have uh, an NFT. They have a roadmap, but they don't believe in roadmaps. You know, it's, it's about a, it's about investing in the community, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, those, those are utility aspects of it. You know, that's where the masses is. That's where it's generated over $50 billion worth of sales in NFT. But then you have the other spectrum of it which I'm not privy to it, but they look like, you know, beautiful art. Um, and that's the side that nobody's talking about, you know, like the Beeples. Beeple is one, he's an infamous, he's, he's generated over a hundred million dollars worth of sales. Sotheby's is one of the, one of the um, art collectors that have dove straight in, into the NFT space. So there are claiming the high-end artists, you know, the more exclusive artistry. That's something that I'm not privy to, uh, but they're valued a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's where they start at, like two ETHs or three and a half ETHs, you know, and ETHs are basically translated to $4,000 an ETH. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you get your real money, but you got to invest into it. You know, I like to hold my tokens. I don't like to buy art, okay. but we'll see. Okay. Um, other use cases in in NFTs and what a lot of people can understand is trading cards. Mm -hmm. So the three companies is Panini and they're certified under, um, to, to invest, uh, to make in, uh, NBA cards, uh, NFL cards, um, anything in the sport arena. They've, they've, taken everything uh tops used to be the leader they've also entered entered the um the nft space so we'll see how that goes and then there's also a third one that i'm not aware of okay okay fair enough uh we got a few comments i want to address here uh level up says tile ape nfts would be amazing (laughs) hey if you're savvy absolutely you know what it is it's it's a sense of community so if we get everybody within the tile industry to buy NFT, NFT, we create a use case, you know, you got to code it. You have to create, you have to put, you have to put it on the blockchain. It's not only a JPEG, you know, there's a blockchain. That's why there's value behind it. Um, you can't, and NFT stands for non-fungible token. So you can't, uh, recreate it mm-hmm. without that blockchain attached to it. it. Um, and every time it gets sold, um, the creator gets a, a, a fee for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the music industry is inevitably going to enter this space as well. Um, in my opinion, um, yeah, I think it'd be per- well, they need something, right? The music industry actually needs it's, it's in the works. Something. It's in the works. So you're going to watch the market leader. The market leader is Spotify at the moment. Um, Spotify bought a blockchain company. Um, I forget the name of it about three years ago. And we'll see what they do. Uh, there's a few other projects they're going to do. So, 
you know, you're, you're going to see a lot of these, the record labels are in the middle. They're the middleman. They're, to, they're collecting a lot of funds and fees and stuff like that, you know, and quite honestly, the artists are peed off, uh, because you know, they're, they're not making enough money, um, for all their, their creation as being a creator. So we're, we're in that space of the creator world. That's why you're seeing this exuberance, um, for, for these JPEGs and whatnot. So it's going to be beneficial. I, I hope somebody can do that. If you're into coding and we can make it happen. I, I know a couple of individuals who can do that and we can post it on OpenSea and just keep it within our open community. Well, let's, let's do it community. We got Giuseppe and we need a coder and, and I'll be the promoter. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, let's see here. We got a few more. We got a couple people talking about XRP. They, they're wanting to know if you invest in XRP. Yeah. So XRP is one of those uh, hard fork. Uh, yes. All right. First off, we got to understand why is the SEC suing um, XRP? Um, you got to understand that the biggest holder is that one individual. Okay. The, the founder and the co-founder. Um if he were to sell all his tokens and the price goes up, then um, he's essentially the richest man in the world. Okay. More so than combined between Elon and Bezos. All right. So there's a hierarchy issue. That's number one. Number two, the technology is phenomenal. It's hard to argue. All right. The government probably wants it you know, the U S government. Um, but there's a story behind it. CBDCs, central bank and digital coins, currencies. Okay. So there's another terminology you're going to hear between web 3.0, the fourth industrial revolution, the digitization economy. You're going to see this a lot, but the next word that hasn't been utilized as much is called tokenization. Okay, so the tokenization economy is basically every real-world asset is going to be tokenized with a blockchain tied behind it. So instead of running on fictitious numbers, everything's going to be collateralized with a figure behind it. So you know you are that individual that owns that deed, that card, that that asset, that autograph, that uh, art, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so XRP has that technology to create that seamless transaction of low cost fees. Okay. And they are working with governments, world governing bodies all around the world to focus on those central bank and digital coin, the currencies. Um, Bitcoin is not going to be the currency of the world. It's not. Ethereum is not going to be the currency of the world. Um, um, And I'm talking from realistic. Okay. Not from a maxi standpoint, um, from realist realism. Um, if you read the World Economic Forum and all this stuff, they're they're and the BIS, they're directing governments to focus on CBDCs. Um, there is a CBDC uh, called, uh, a website tracker. Um, it's called Atlantic Council something. Um, you can see what all the world governing bodies are utilizing. And the first one that was actually launched was uh, the Bohemian Sand Dollar. So Bahamas was the first country in the world to create and roll out their CBDC. Um, and then there's five other, six other, you know, five other Caribbean nations that are that they, they already have rolled out their CBDCs. And Nigeria is the first African nation um, to also roll out their CBDC. So there's a total of seven. The U.S., Japan are behind. 
Um, China is already halfway through. And um, Europe has already advanced the uh, creation of it. So we're going to eventually be the last one. Um, so our XRP, in my opinion, I think it's going to be that element that the U.S. government needs to, to connect to the, uh, the CBDC. So I don't know if they're ever going to bring it back public. Uh, it's just you can't invest in it. So you got to have to contact your relatives across the seas or um, you can hear from me. Uh, through a VPN. <laughs> so if you know that terminology, you understand. And you just answer this question, right? Yes. You cannot buy it in the U.S. unless you go through a VPN. <clears throat> um, so that was my wife's question is, you know, if, if Bitcoin and all these other coins are not going to be the coin of the future or the, the official, you know, dollar or the official yeah yeah currency mm-hmm. yeah thank you why why invest in it now it's the technology you're investing in the technology so you're lear- you're, you're you're learning about it or does it i mean are, are you is it strictly for the speculation that you're gonna no no so at the moment bitcoin is a uh is a hedge against inflation all right and this is something that pounded with everybody's head to raise their prices within the Thailand money community and as well as other, you know, communities. Guys, what we're going to experience, all right, some of us, unfortunately, I'm not old enough that I lived through the 1970s, but part of my thesis um, is about inflation, okay, my finance degree. Um, that was my thesis. Um, so talk to your relatives, talk to your family, talk to your grandparents if they're, God willing, you know, they're still around. Ask them, what did you, what was your experience of the 1970s? And you say, oh, we just lived a normal life, you know, of course, but things went up, okay? Interest rates, um, housing, I mean, everything. Housing grew over year over year, 10%. People are saying, oh, you know, housing is going to crash again, like to 2008. I'm sorry, that's different. This time is different. That was exuberance. That was excess liquidity, no regulation. This is a whole different ballgame. Try to get a mortgage now these days. So, um, Bitcoin is, as you can see, all the whales, the big money guys, micro strategy, Elon Musk, you know, with Tesla, they are the top two holders and you got square, um, which is under Twitter and, uh, what's his name over there uh, at Twitter. They are Jack. holding, they are holding that. Yeah. Jack, um, uh, they are holding, uh, that Bitcoin as a protection. Okay. Now, people are saying, "All right, why not invest in commodities?" Yeah, absolutely. Commodities have gone through the roof. You know, you you can coffee is at a seven year high or ten year high. Oil is at you know a, a ten year high and whatnot. But gold has been the worst asset. Gold and silver has been the worst asset in the last ten years, and and Bitcoin has been appreciating tremendously. Okay. So it's considered almost, I'm assuming, and a lot of analysts and, you know, the big money guys are saying that this is a protection of your wealth. And so far it has been, uh, been true. Mm-hmm. Um, see your savings account, see how much you're earning there. Yeah. It's dead money. Sure. It's dead money. I'm not saying don't hold any cash. Cash is king at the moment, but, um, it's also not yielding anything. And unfortunately, and fortunately, you can invest in equities, which are appreciating uh, due to inflation, and as well as crypto. 
and you can earn passive income in crypto. It's such a deep rabbit hole. Um, it's great. It's great. Nice, nice. Well, this has been great. Thank you uh, for coming on here. We've we've got a few more minutes. I don't want to take up your whole afternoon here on a Sunday. So if anybody has any last-minute questions, now would be a great time. I'm just going to go through my questions, make sure we got them all. And Giuseppe, did we miss anything you want to hit on? Uh. Yeah, we could touch a base upon, you know, which projects uh, we talked about, you know, actually we should talk about the ecosystem, understand the ecosystem, you know, how, how it really works, you know, the hierarchy. Okay. Um, you know, you got Bitcoin, which is the father of, you know, crypto. Okay. Then you have, which is a proof of uh, work. So the miners create these tokens. There's a limitation how much they can create. So there's scarcity. Okay. Um, then you have proof of stake. So proof of stake is what Ethereum is. Um, they're in the process or they're actually, they're converting it to proof of stake. Um, they're, they're a proof of work with Ethereum. So there's infinite amount. Um, so they are considered blockchains. So you have Bitcoin as one significant major blockchain. Then you have one that forked from block, uh, from Bitcoin, which is Litecoin. And then you have several of these projects that forked from Ethereum. Ethereum is within that DeFi environment. So DeFi uh, is another word for a decentralized uh, finance. Okay. Um, so you'll you'll hear that terminology decentralized versus centralized. Decentralized is considered better, but is it better? You know, in certain use cases, no. Okay, it's not the it's not the answer to everything. Sometimes it's ideal to centralize it in certain blocks. Then you have uh, within the mining community as nodes. These nodes are the ones that verify um, certain blockchains to send these uh, your NFT to you. So they have to write the code, put it in the blockchain, and then drop it into your wallet. So you can't make it an unfungible token per se. So there's there's all that proof of work, proof of uh, stake, um, and then you have proof of location. So you can also be a miner if you wanted to. You could be an Ethereum miner. You can be a Bitcoin miner. But now the, this stage in the game, it's too late. It becomes too expensive um, unless you have millions of dollars to really – play catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, helium has been a great thing. That's a proof of location. So dish networks, as you may know, as a satellite provider, they've entered that locate that, uh, that token called helium. Um, and they want to be the proof of location. So it's kind of pretty interesting how that rolls out. Um, so once you, you understand that there's uh, play to earn um, in the gaming space, so Solana is considered a blockchain that uh, forked from Ethereum, and they created an own blockchain. Um, and you'll see XRP is also a different one, and then Polkadot is considered layer two. Then you have your metaverses. Your metaverses also fall into that category of second world, you know, like the Matrix kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the play to earn as well. Um, you have your Binance is also another, uh, chain that's more dominant in the Asian countries. Ethereum is more dominant on the, uh, the West coast as well as, uh, as well as, uh, in Europe, but in everything's connected. So it's open 24 mm-hmm. seven, you know, the community. 
uh, the, the uh, crypto environment. Um, and then you'll hear these meme coins. So those are considered poo coins. And you'll, you'll see all these little tokens that have like four or five zeros in front of it. And they go up a thousand percent, 500 percent. Some are good. Some have utility. Some don't. I still don't know what Dogecoin or Shiba is going to be in, you know, in that environment. State Moon is also another one that falls into that category. But there's so many more projects. Go on CoinMarketCap.com. You'll see a slew of them. Okay. Understand it, and then click on uh, CoinGecko and click on categories, and you'll see there's an NFT one. There's a wallet. There's a Dex. Um, there's a Metaverse. There's a game. There's music. Um, there's insurance, there's finance, uh, DeFi. Wow. The space is like the second layer to our real economy. So it, it goes a lot deeper. Unfortunately, we don't have enough time to really discuss on um, every single thing. That's when we go really well, what you've done deeper. is What you've done is get, given us a taste. And if anybody wants to hear Joe go further or deeper, we kind of had to go wide today and, and scratch the surface. Yeah. But if you want Joe to go deeper on a subject – let him know you appreciated it or contact myself, Luke. Uh, let me know and I'll put you on a list because the next time we do this, we'll schedule it out a little further and get a get a room. And perhaps what we'll do is get a roundtable as well was something Joe and I have talked about because there are several of you I know who are um, – you know, equally Just a savvy, yeah. savvy and playing in it. And yeah. I, I like Joe's uh, attitude here about – you know, we can't all know it all. So let's all just share what we do know and, and keep, you know, thinking about the more about the, the, um, the community's interest. Now, real quick, before we hang up here, we had talked about, uh, and I know again, just scratch the surface for us, kind of give us a teaser on opportunities to earn interest and then other opportunities to actually leverage against your coin. Um, do, cause some people might not know they exist. So I just want to bring light to it. Sure. Um, so leveraging, I, if you're not a savvy investor or don't have a large position in Bitcoin, then you really can't. So Coinbase allows you to uh, leverage up to $100,000 in collateral, but you have to use Bitcoin as collateral or an NF- NFT or certain certain aspect of it. Um, so that's for more of the advanced aspect. It's not like they're giving free money. Um, the other one, what was the other one? Oh, APY, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So you can, within Kraken or certain uh, platforms, you can stake. Stake is basically giving your money, put it within there, within that blockchain, um, and earn APY. Okay. So, for example, Kraken, um, you know, between Polkadot and, uh, and Solana, you know, certain projects, the higher APY, be careful. It's, it's risky. So try to stay within a reasonable uh, APY. Some of them are giving nice hefty ones, but that's in the farming. We're not going to get into farming, but farming, you can earn 80 to 100% APY on a daily basis and in compounding. So compounding, the the rule of compounding is tremendous. It's powerful, and that's where how you can earn additional tokens into certain projects you're really interested in. So, um, staking, you can do that. It's very easy. You don't have to be a savvy investor. You don't even have to know about crypto. You can go under BlockFi. It's a New Jersey-based company, or Celsius. It's a website-based company, uh, company decentral, uh, centralized as well, or decentralized. BlockFi is centralized. And they have uh, an outreach with Goldman Sachs. Um, 
You don't have to uh, know anything. You can invest $100 a, a month, $50 a month, and earn an APY. So, for example, USDC, it's a tokenized digital dollar. That's what you need in order to transfer between the ecosystem uh, amongst different blockchains in order to purchase that. You can earn 9% or 8.5% APY on your money, compounded. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a tremendous. You're not going to earn anything in your savings account. Again, the only downside is it's not FDIC insured, so be cognizant of it. Spread your money around and make your money earn for you. Passive income is is a must. Nice, nice. Thank you for that that briefing. And and I think what we'll do, I mean, correct me if it makes se- if it doesn't make sense, but I think it makes sense for this topic to go deep for thirty minutes or sixty minutes on one subject, um, almost like a like a you know a class for for one particular subject in the future. Um, it seems, yeah. seems like, go ahead. So you can create a DAO. Okay. It's a governance token. Okay. Within the tile community. Mm-hmm. And you could do this too. You create your own community, a DAO and let the community decide, uh, the majority vote per se. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let the, the DAO community or the tile money community decide, um, um, as a majority vote, which we should focus on. Should we focus on the poo coins, uh, the mean coins or, you know, certain blockchains. I love it. Um, yeah. Let the, let the community decide we can go. It, it's, there's so much information out there. Um, some people within our community are much more savvier than me. Um, but I've kind of got like the whole spectrum cause I'm, I'm immersed in a lot of these projects, especially in the metaverses as well. And I'll just let people know who are on Facebook. There is a group for tile co- tile guys on face uh, in investing. I think it's called uh, tile tile stocks. Or tile, tile stocks. Yeah, so something like, I forget the name. Oh, of it. Oh, stocks but, for uh, tile pros. Is that it? Sto- yes, stocks for tile pros. Right, stocks yes. for tile. I'm in that pros. community as well. And then one one quick question here, and then I'm going to let you go. It's we're coming up on an hour. Where does Tether fall? It's going to be heavily regulated. Okay. All right. Here's here's the problem. Stay away from it. Stay within USDC. USDC, you can buy it in real world market uh, and not only in a crypto. Um, they are in uh, a equity. It's called Circle. Circle is the one that owns USDC. And, and they're currently going out public through a SPAC. And I believe that's uh, CMP. I forget the name. I forget the, uh, the ticker, but yes, they are going public. Stay away from Tether. I think once the SEC starts rolling out their their uh, regulations, um, the world is going to probably hammer on Tether because it, it is a, uh, a risk because um, they're holding treasuries, um, money markets. It could collapse the, you know, the market. So it's, hmm. it's, gonna, it's inevitable. So stay away from it. All right. You heard it here first. All right, Joe. Well, again, really appreciate your time. Uh, I hope you wish you enjoy the the rest of your Sunday with with your beautiful Thanks family. For me. And yeah, absolutely. And you're welcome anytime. And we will we will put this together again. Uh, you know, we want to share our insights and and get the community talking about this because we want to see everybody succeed and set themselves up for the future. Absolutely, that's what we're all here for as a as a family and as a community. Mm-hmm. And thank you. It was an honor. Yeah. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. You're welcome anytime. Tile friends, if you want to stay in touch with all things Tile Money, you can check us out on tilemoney.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Tile friends, please, please stay positive out there, guys. And above all else, please stay 
profitable, Tile friends. Talk to you next week. Thank you.